0: Is that applause is not enough? <laughs> a pause is not enough. That's uh, radical left-wing. Are they wearing armbands now, Michael? I, I heard they started wearing armbands. Is that true? The, these people that self-describe as liberals have become our version of the uh, Nazi Party. I think it's the Nazi Party. Just to get things off uh, to a running start here Monday morning after a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend with, with normal family people and... All kinds of nice things. Great weekend. The uh, Democrats saw it as an opportunity to, you know, wipe out Israel because they're not on the side of civilization. They're not liberals. They're the left. Very, very different thing. Shutting down uh, a bridge in New York City, singing, uh, A Pause Is Not Enough, A Pause Is Not Enough. That means from the river to the sea, which is Hamas's cry to wipe Israel off the face of the map. This is this is uh, pretty wild, wild, wacky stuff. Uh, the Democrats are happy because some white guy, and they're all describing him as a white guy, a white man, shot three Palestinians in Vermont. What were they doing in Vermont? It's, uh, how did they get into my pajamas? They, uh, and they were wearing their traditional Palestinian uh, headdress garb. And uh, walking along, sweet as you please, speaking Arabic. And I saw on MSDNC this morning, that's because they were celebrating Thanksgiving. It's because they were cel- it was a Hamas Thanksgiving. It's, uh, it's going to be a Hallmark movie. Maybe next year, maybe the, maybe the year after next. Uh, Hallmark is just starting work on the Palestinian Christmas. The It's the Hamas Christmas. Please pass the Hamas. See, the Democrat households are very different than normal households these days. And uh, that that was the uh, it was it was the lead in the tease at the top of MSDNC this morning with Mo Yarborough and his semi-inflatable flo- flotation device of a third wife, Mika Mika Brzezinski. Don't work in his office in Florida, whatever you do, very dangerous work. But never mind that. That was uh, the Democrats' big lead because. A white guy, and they always identify everybody on the, the, the radio news, the left-wing radio news in Washington and MSDNC, they're identifying the perp, the perpetrator. That's short for perpetrator. They're identifying the perp as a white man. He's a white man. When's the last time you heard him describe a gunman anywhere as a black man uh, or an Arab man? That, In fact, I saw this morning, Morning Joke was on there. He's got a bouffant. Have you seen? And, and they're coming, I think, from Florida with a fake Washington backdrop because even when they, they're sitting still and silent, they're lying. It's a way of you know, lying non verbally. There are many ways to lie 10,000 ways to lie in the Naked City. And we have a demonstration of a great many of those each and every day. But they're very upset about that. And then Joe Scarborough, I was watching for you and driving up their ratings all by myself. And Joe Scarborough this morning, very upset, three men, they're not killed, fortunately, but uh, some white man went up and shot three men in Vermont, and uh, and they're Palestinians, so it's a big story. Now, if it had been just any variation on that, how many people, Michael, were were shot, how many black people were shot in Chicago over the weekend by how many other black people that MSDNC didn't talk about this morning? Because that's, that's uh, dog bites men. That's not a news story, right? But Joe Scarborough then jumped in and he volunteered, well, well, it may be a hate crime. We don't know the motive yet, but I'm reminded because he's pretending that he's extra cautious. I'm reminded that a couple of few weeks ago now, there was a Jewish woman shot in Detroit and we thought it was a hate crime. Then it turned out it wasn't. Now, that's not true. That's a false statement by Mo Yarborough with his buffant. And uh, they, they arrested somebody in that murder of the woman who was the president of her synagogue in Detroit, uh, Ms. Wall, W-O-L-L. And uh, they, uh, they arrested somebody. But then they let him go without charges. We never heard the name of the person. Was it Osama bin Laden? We'll never know because we don't live in a free and open society. Uh, we live in a left-wing society everywhere you look. And, and our rights are melting away. You know, if you go to the Chris Plant store, you'll find the left is coming for your rights. You'll find coffee mugs and T-shirts and all kinds of nice things. Great gifts, too. Keep in mind, the holidays are coming. Hanukkah, Christmas, uh, all that good stuff. Great Christmas gifts there at the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's amazing internet. Peace be upon him. Extraordinary. And um, yeah, Joe Scarborough said, yeah, we thought it was hate crime in Detroit, but now we know it wasn't. And that's completely untrue. If you get your news from MSDNC, I'm going to have to go back to the uh, Ronald Reagan line. It's not that Democrats don't know anything. It's just that so much of what they know is wrong. And if you think that Joe Scarborough's is giving you news and Mika Brzezinski of all things, can you imagine getting your news from these twits? Um, man, now I know why they call it Twitter. They, they, uh, they, made He made up this thing. Well, now we know it's not. A, no, that's not true. There, now, there's nobody under arrest. They arrested somebody, but then they let him go without charge. And maybe they love the hate crime. Yeah, you got to love the hate. If you're going to hate the love, you got to love the hate. And that's part of the Democrat. It's a Democrat Party bumper sticker these days. But nobody's under arrest. So they don't know who stabbed the woman to death in her home. And they, uh, they arrested somebody, but let them go without charge. And now, so J- Joe Scarborough, MSDNC, they can go, oh, see, that was no hate crime. That was not an anti Jewish hate crime like the 69 year old Jewish man in California waving the Israeli flag at a pro-Israel protest who was beaten over the head by, uh, by a Democrat well by a jihadi is a, uh, a Muslim American, a Muslim American. Just because he beat an old Jewish man over the head and murdered him, it's just manslaughter, Michael, it's only manslaughter. It wasn't an intentional murder. he accidentally killed the Jew. See. And uh, and that doesn't come up on MSNBC because that doesn't fit the Democrat Party narrative, does it? Also, speaking of which, on MSDNC and beyond, they're very proud of Joe Biden for doing such a great job with the Middle East and the hostages. Now, one little tiny girl that was taken hostage by the troglodytes from hell was released in the latest batch of hostages that were released by the terrorist group. But the news media treats it like well, Israel has hostages, and they're letting them go uh, three times as many. No, no, these are convicted criminals, convicted terrorists in most cases that perpetrated terror attacks, and they're in prison after being put on trial in a legitimate legal system. They weren't snatched and grabbed by terrorists. Oh, and then we got this caddy Kay. Boy, I hadn't seen her in a long time. I haven't watched that show in quite a while. She is. Uh, I got to tell you, I think there must be. She's personally depleted the Botox supply in Western civilization. Just here today, her her uh, her lips could be a Michelin ad. That's a pretty amazing thing. Catty Kay with uh, the British Broadcasting Corporation, but she's on MSDNC because she's an uh, an America-hating, Israel-hating, Western civilization-hating leftist. So it's perfect for you know, a good fit. Hand meat glove. And there's Cady K, and she she's like, well, you know the Israelis they they're real bad too. They have people they're releasing, and they make this this moral equivalency uh, between little girls. The little girl, the little American girl that was released in the latest debate. she turned four years old on Friday. They took her hostage when she was three years old. And, um, and then they're making excuses. You caught this, right, Michael? Making excuses for Hamas. They're so humanitarian that they couldn't feed the hostages. And that means they're on hard times at MSNBC. Oh, the poor, poor Hamas hostage takers. They didn't have enough food for the hostages, and that's why they released them. <laughs> no. No, that's not what happened. But if you get your news from MSDNC... Uh, you're gonna know a lot of stuff, and it's all gonna be wrong. Pretty amazing. So I did watch. I just I only watched for a half an hour today. MSDNC, 6 a.m. to 6:30, I believe it was. And the the amount of uh, Hokum, I'll say Hokum because I'm on the radio. The amount of BS that these people peddle. Boy, oh boy, man, oh man, shevets, I am telling you, quite amazing. So a uh, number of hostages released, but but not enough. And they, uh, oh, isn't it great? Isn't it wonderful? They released a handful of hostages that they had taken hostage um, uh, weeks and weeks ago. 14 Israelis and three, three hostages from Thailand. From Why would they be taking people from Thailand hostage? Oh, yeah, because they're flippin' terrorists. That's why, because that's what they do. They take hostages. Nine of the hostages released of the 14 yesterday were children. And the news media is cooing like they've done something sweet. It's really remarkable, including this now 4-year-old child who's an American and Israeli citizen. Her parents were murdered in front of her by the troglodytes from hell, but that didn't come up on MSTNC this morning because they don't, you know, they're not on the side of Western civilization. So now they're talking about extending the um, the, uh, the period of... um, What is it, a pause? A pause is not enough. That's what they're chanting in New York. They self-describe as liberals, and they've become radical Islamic jihadi terrorists, useful idiots, supporters of kidnapping little girls and doing who knows what because they are demented. They're the left. They've arrived at their destination. A total of 58 hostages have now been released by the troglodytes, and uh, they've gotten three times as many radical Islamic jihadi terrorists out of Israeli jails where they were sent because they committed crimes, not because they were at a concert and needed to be murdered or kidnapped. But but we got that. So I want to update you on that. Also, uh, this, this was happening on Friday. Michael and Randy and Kevin and I were going back and forth on Friday on a text thread about what's going on with Eric Adams, the the mayor of New York City. Perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, Speaking of it, I haven't even gotten to the school in New York City that was overrun by the violent mob of self-described liberals who were looking to lynch the—we don't even know the teacher's name, although she has been doxxed but uh, perhaps a Jewish teacher in New York City who went to a pro-Israel rally, and a photo appeared on Al Gore's amazing Internet uh, of her holding a sign that said, I stand with Israel— and so hundreds of young Democrat children who are violent criminals, they're like Hamas, they, uh, they rioted in the school, marauded in the school. This woman, a teacher, had to barricade in place, uh, lock herself in a classroom in a room at the school, while hundreds of violent criminals marauded through the school looking to murder the Jew, throw the Jew down the well so our country can be free. She... Um, Sorry, I slipped into Borat there for a second, but the uh, this is this is absolutely outrageous, and uh, I, MSDNC wasn't covering it. I bet CNN wasn't covering it either because they don't care. That's they're not a news organization. But we got that, and uh, back to Eric Adams for a minute because you may recall that Eric Adams a while back started giving the Biden administration a bit of a hard time about all the illegal aliens on his front doorstep, even though he's a sanctuary city and New York is a sanctuary city. They love sanctuary until they have to make good on their their big promises. All big talk, elephant talk, but uh, it's just talk as it turns out. And Eric Adams famously said that this uh, wave of illegal aliens, he calls them new Democrat voters, I think, will, what did he say? Destroy the city, destroy uh, my city. And then he uh Told the Biden White House that he wants billions and billions of dollars. And it was barely moments later that the FBI raided the home and the office of his chief fundraiser, a woman who was she taken into custody or did they just shoot her? The, um, the FBI raided his chief fundraiser. And then they then the FBI came to him and they seized his cell phones, plural, multiple cell phones. They seized his cell phones because he crossed the Democrat Party, and you can't do that. So the FBI was loosed on Eric Adams and on his chief fundraiser, lady. And they're accusing him now of taking money illegally from the country of Turkey. And you got to say the country of because it was just Thanksgiving. You can't just say from, like, Turkey. So the country of Turkey. So now they're threatening to put him in prison for illegally taking money from Turkey. They've raided the home of his chief fundraiser, and then you'll never guess what happened. A woman, a mysterious woman came forward and said, oh yeah, by the way, Eric Adams raped me 30 years ago. And I didn't remember it until just now. But now that he's crossed the Democrat Party, this is how they keep Democrats in line. And then he got a rifle butt to the teeth and uh, they frog-marched him to a labor camp where he is now making Nike gym shoes with his gnarled little fingers. He's got arthritis now. It's amazing. And I pulled together the timeline the other day. Well, wait a minute. September 1st, he he stepped out of line with the party. and September 7th, the news media went after him. Then November 10th, the FBI started raiding the people around him and seizing his phones. And uh, then a woman came forward and said, oh, yeah, by the way, just coincidentally, 30 years ago, three decades ago, a lifetime ago, he raped me. Because that's the Democrat Party's playbook, you see. That's what they do. Ask anybody. Clarence Thomas. Let's go, let's go way back. It's uh, that's the page one and page two of the Democrat Party's playbook. We are at eight 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 six three zero nine six two five. I haven't even talked about Thanksgiving yet, but there's <laughs> which was great. I had a great Thanksgiving. It was wonderful. And uh biden and the middle east i also saw an msdnc thank god we've got joe biden in the white house because that 50 years of foreign policy experience is really paying off now isn't it yeah yeah it's not that they don't know they know a lot it's just that so much of it is wrong Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... has a horrible, checkered, racist history. The history of racism and racists in the United States of America is the history of the Democratic Party. And uh, where do you want to begin? Out of the Trail of Tears, the Confederate States of America, the KKK, Jim Crow, uh, interning all the Japanese in the United States. They call themselves liberals. Woodrow Wilson, segregation. Uh, Joe Biden saying you didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. Just amazing stuff. And now the Democrat Party has gone full bore anti Semite, and they have such sway over their faithful since they have no religion that, you know, they've got to substitute religion and it's leftism. They, um, they've even got American Jews against Israel, and we see them at these violent rallies and, and things. In fact, um, there is Rahm Emanuel of the, he's now the U.S. ambassador to Japan, and he was in the uh, Obama White House, and he was mayor of Chicago, and we went to high school together. Rahm Emanuel has a home in Michigan which was attacked by Democrat vandals scrawling with spray paint, anti-Semitic graffiti, and, and calling the Jews the Nazis. They have no sense of irony, do they? Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, and so Rahm Emanuel attacked, and then... We got this school teacher, completely crazy, in New York, who they tried to lynch, and she's in hiding now. She's been terrorized by the Democrat Party. And then a uh, major school system outside of Chicago, they figured out how to make school better for people based on their race. So the Democrat Party is the party of carjacking and shooting people and looting every place, shutting down entire chains of stores, neighborhood stores too. And uh, they love crime and criminals. And uh, George Soros is out there. He's an anti-Semite, you know, funding these radical left-wing pro-crime prosecutors that don't prosecute crime. And uh, so we have more crime, and more people are killed, and that disproportionately impacts people of color. And then, then they say, don't forget to vote for us come Election Day. Pretty amazing stuff. But in New York City, the uh, Democrats elected a mayor. Eric Adams is his name. He's a uh, Democrat and a liberal. I thought that he would maybe be okay for New York City, but uh, I was wrong. I made a mistake uh, being a former police officer, I thought there might be some hope for him, but that was, that was, that was my problem, honestly. Let me uh, share with you a couple of stories that have affected New York City Mayor Eric Adams' life in a very significant way. Because he crossed the party. Now, he's an African-American man. That that's, uh, puts him in real good with the party. You can't say anything bad about him, otherwise you're a racist. But the uh, situation started going badly for him way back, way back when. And it was September 1st, I believe, when the first headline came out. CNN was on the job because they're a front group for the Democrat Party. And the CNN story, with some Democrats typing it up on behalf of the Democrat Party on September 1st, finger-pointing and frustration Over migrant crisis, they called it a crisis, leads to a total breakdown between White House and New York City mayor. And uh, CNN is on the job here. They were fed the story by the White House and told to put it online and uh, pretend that it was reporting. It's not. It's politics masquerading as reporting. The relationship between President Joe Biden's White House and Eric Adams began breaking down in private, Months earlier than previously known. Sure, that's what the White House is telling CNN. And long before the New York mayor started publicly blasting the president over the migrant crisis in his city. Uh, Eric Adams told a group of Biden aides last October in the chief of staff's office. He, uh, he said, there's no leadership here. And that's the whole quote that CNN was given by the White House to... Uh, peddle this whole thing, demanding the president do more to help his city handle the massive influx of migrants. But they're just a a sanctuary city and a border city like everybody else. The issue is one of the most sensitive issues for the White House because he's a New York City mayor and he's African-American and stuff. And for Biden's re-election campaign, which is all they care about, Intergovernmental Affairs Director Julie Chavez-Rodriguez who is the granddaughter of Cesar Chavez, who uh, refused to eat grapes because, you know, something like that. And Chief of Staff Ron Klain, Homeland Security Advisor, Liz Sherwood Randall, nobody ever heard of her, bristled, they bristled when they heard this. They were doing everything they could at the White House to lead without Congress pitching in. It's the old without Congress pitching in. They're such victims, aren't they? Pretty amazing what victims they are. But that's the, uh, that, that was the CNN headline, and uh, the, the White House was very angry. You could see that they were quite angry, uh, like Marvin the Martian, very, very angry, so angry that they could barely contain themselves. And, and it got worse from there, I'm telling you, because uh, after the finger-pointing and the, and the, what do they call it, total breakdown between the, uh, the White House and, and uh, the New York City mayor, it uh, it got worse. The Washington Examiner, New York City Mayor Eric Adams blames Biden for city's budget woes. "Quote: Yell at DC because they had to spend these billions of dollars on all the illegal aliens." That, and a stroke of genius, Texas Governor Greg Abbott sent to New York City as a way of saying, uh, "I'll clean it up and say thank you, thank you." The second word is you, but the first word is not thank. NY City Mayor. Uh, and, uh New York City mayor Eric Adams blames Biden for budget woes and this is kind of an amazing story. Now, this th- things are not going well, you see, between between New York City and and uh, the Democrat mayor of New York City and the and the White House. Now, let's go to the audio soundbite because I just read to you um was from September 1st. Now, let's go to Mayor Eric Adams on on September 6th, just a matter of a few days later. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. It will destroy, this issue will destroy New York City. Well, he shouldn't have said that, and he shouldn't have said all this stuff because. You know The Democrats don't like that, and they have power, and they know that power is to be abused. And if you kick them, well, they've got a bigger mule than you do, so they're going to kick you back, and they're going to kick you harder than you can kick. It's quite amazing what happened right after that because Eric Adams crossed the Democrats, and you, and you can't say, uh, you know, yell at D.C., and it's all Biden's fault, and, and it's going to destroy the city and we need billions and billions more. I'm surprised they didn't just give them the billions and billions more to shut up. Uh, The Christian Science Monitor with how a migrant crisis reshapes New York and Mayor Eric Adams. That's the Christian Science Monitor story on November 17th, right? Now, it's worth keeping an eye on these dates because then something else happened. Something else happened altogether, and that is that the FBI got involved. And what happened, Chris? What happened? Well, it's kind of amazing. But on November 10th, on November 10th, I started with this uh, November, excuse me, September 1st, and then September 7th, the escalation. And CNN jumps in with a story fed to them, obviously, by the White House, with White House quotes from anonymous people and stuff. And, and on September 6th, September 7th, Mayor Eric Adams says that this crisis will destroy New York City and it wasn't long thereafter, um, that the FBI jumped in, and the FBI raided the home and the business of Eric Adams' chief fundraiser and seized all kinds of stuff, because that's what the FBI does when they work for Joe Biden and the Democrats. And then they accused Mayor Eric Adams of illegally taking money from Turkey and, uh, and now he stands when they accuse you of illegally taking money from Turkey. That means you could go to prison. So now Biden's FBI is threatening Mayor Eric Adams of New York, an African-American Democrat, and his chief fundraiser, an African-American Democrat, a woman, and they raided her house and her business, and they took uh, all, the, uh, all the stuff that they wanted to take. And then it got better because now you see you've crossed the Democrat Party And they don't like it when you cross the Democrat Party. So the FBI is involved. The uh, chief fundraiser is now having the screws put to her in an effort to force her to turn on Eric Adams so that they can, you know, threaten him with a prison sentence. So now the FBI raid, seizing stuff. Hey, wait a minute. Then on November 10th, the FBI went in and they went to Eric Adams very politely, sweet as you please. And they said, we're going to need to seize your cell phones, your personal cell phone and your mayor of New York City cell phone. We're going to take those. Thank you very much. Because now we're investigating you. Well, why? Well, that's because you crossed the Democrat Party. You said things they didn't want to hear from you. And now he stands accused of illegally taking money from Turkey and he could go to prison. Uh, Joe and Hunter Biden, of course, are just whistling along like nothing's going on. But they've taken millions of dollars from Ukraine, from Russia, from China, from Romania, from one of the stands, uh, and, and that's okay because the FBI, they're slow-rolling us on that and they're smoothing things over for them. Now, the, uh, the seizing the phones, kind of a big deal. Uh, CNN was excited to report that on November 10th, and that should be kind of a big deal. And the New York Times reporting that U.S. investigating—who else would be investigating? The U.S.—they mean the FBI. They mean the Biden White House—investigating whether Adams re, uh, received illegal donations from Turkey. Isn't that nice? Isn't it good to be a Democrat? and Because— You know, all the illegal donations that the Biden family has taken in. Why would that be a thing? Pay no attention to any of that. And then it got even better because you know how the Democrats operate. Then then he was accused, Mayor Adams, of sexual assault. Okay? That's what the Democrats do. This is the Democrat playbook. This is what they believe the FBI is for what the IRS is for, and they are, of course, bulletproof when it comes to all of this. The Biden family, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, James Biden, 12 Biden family members have taken money from these slush funds that roll in from overseas when the Biden family doesn't have a business that we can detect, doesn't provide any service that anyone's aware of, yet they take in literally tens of millions of dollars. I was going to say millions and millions, but it's tens of millions of dollars. Then this amazing development on November 23rd, today is the 27th, New York City Mayor Eric Adams accused of sexual assault. Democrat New York City Mayor Eric Adams has been accused of sexual assault in a legal filing, which was filed late Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving, in the State Supreme Court of Manhattan. They have a State Supreme Court of Manhattan. The plaintiff, who remains anonymous, Sure, naturally. Accused Adams of sexually assaulting her, they say it's a her, in 1993. That's another century. That's 30 years ago, three decades ago, nearly a third of a century ago, and did not reveal any details about the alleged incident in the three-page filing, according to The Messenger. The document also names the New York uh, City Police Department and the Guardian Association as defendants. Plaintiff was sexually assaulted by defendant Eric Adams in New York, New York in 1993 while they both worked for the city of New York. Now, you remember, you may remember that President Trump was accused by a woman of sexually assaulting her at the dressing rooms at Bergdorf Goodman. Very, very fancy store. And that, too, was decades ago. So you know what they did in New York? They went to the legislature and, and they, they 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 looked at it and they said, Well, this is the statute of limitations has expired on this. So they literally went to Albany to the Democrats running the state house there, and they changed the law so that the statute of limitations no longer applied. And then they put President Trump on trial. But when they changed the law, they agreed that it would revert back to being the law after one year. In fact, I think it was Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. So the law is now in force again, interestingly. And now they filed this paperwork the day before Thanksgiving. i got to double check, but my memory, if memory serves me, when they changed the law in Albany, it was going to revert back to being the law again uh, one Thanksgiving later. And that was uh, last Thursday. That was several days ago. So this is what happens when you cross the Democrat Party. A woman, an anonymous woman, came out of the woodwork, says 30 years ago, uh, Eric Adams uh, sexually assaulted me. And I didn't say anything for 30 years, but now I can no longer remain silent. And the FBI shows up and arrests his... Well, she actually wasn't arrested. This is kind of interesting, too. She wasn't arrested, but they raided her home... And they took all of her stuff because now they're trying to prove that Eric Adams has taken money illegally from Turkey for which he can put in prison, he'd be put in prison. And, um, and this is all fine. The news media looks at this and says, yeah, sure, what's, uh, what's the big? This is all perfectly normal. And the New York Times is all over it, the raid in the home of Eric Adams' chief fundraiser, part of an inquiry into whether... Foreign money was funneled into his mayoral campaign, the New York Times gleefully and cheerfully wrote because they were fed this, this uh, stuff by the Biden White House and the Biden corrupt Justice Department and corrupt FBI, which is just another tool in their shed. Right? FBI seizes New York City Mayor Eric Adams' phones, comma, iPad because of campaign fundraising investigation which was not ongoing until he started taking shots at the Biden White House and saying that they are responsible for destroying New York City. Then suddenly the FBI is raiding the homes of the enemies of the Democratic Party, and all of this is fine. The seizure happened. uh, CBS News reporting the story way back when, November 10th. FBI agents seized New York City Mayor Adams' iPhones and iPad, and in what appears to be part of a corruption investigation into campaign fundraising. And all of this is that we have a news media that sits here and says, oh, yeah, this is all perfectly legit. This is perfectly normal. Don't go around thinking that the Justice Department has been corrupted by the Democrats or, uh, 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 uh. Man, oh, man. So the uh, fundraising lady, FBI raids her home. You bet. Stunning FBI raid on the home of his chief campaign fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. The mayor did not reveal that he had been approached by FBI agents who confiscated his electronic devices two days earlier. And then an anonymous woman came forward with allegations from 30 years ago. This is a message to all Democrats everywhere. Remember what Joe Biden said? Don't F with a Biden. Everybody knows that, right? That's what Joe Biden said. Everybody knows don't F with a Biden because they have a lot of power and they are very happy to abuse it for their own political purposes and their own personal, financial, and political gain. We are at 888 630 9625. No one. Yeah, you I can't argue with you letters outside the house. That's exactly right. right? That's exactly right. Uh, I, was, uh, I was correct in my recollection of the law passed in New York and Albany November of 2022. They called it the Adult Survivors Act a law that went into effect November of 2022, designed only to get Trump in the uh, the Bergdorf-Goodman incident, to give individuals a one-year window to file lawsuits about alleged sexual assault incidents that may have been restricted by the statute of limitations. The law expired on November 23rd of 2023. That's Thanksgiving Day, right? And uh, now the, the, uh, the headlines are why an expiring New York law has led to lawsuits against Diddy, that's P. Diddy, and Axel Rose. Uh, it's funny that the headline in USA Today would leave out the mayor of New York because the accuser in the case of Eric Adams got in with hours to spare, literally hours to spare. Adult Survivors Act deadline prompts... Rush of Sexual Assault Lawsuits. And woman claims New York City Mayor Eric Adams sexually assaulted her in 1993. But the Democrats in Albany changed this law about the statute of limitations, creating a one-year window to lynch Trump on the Bergdorf-Goodman case. And now, with only hours to spare, Eric Adams has woman come forward says, 30 years ago. But honestly, he crossed the Democrats. He he spoke out of turn. He said things that were not authorized by the party. He smeared Joe Biden, and we just played the Joe Biden everybody knows not to beep with a Biden, right? And he beeped with a Biden. So the FBI going after the woman, his chief fundraiser, putting the screws to her, accusing him, turkey, and now rape. <laughs>